It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me speak to the vaccine distributor. Vaccine distributor today, the Utah County Health Department. Welcome to this special half hour of Live Mike, where we take a close look at the vaccine distribution here in the state of Utah. We each day this week will speak with another health department. Yesterday, we started with the Salt Lake County Health Department, learned plenty, and today we will move south of Salt Lake County onto Utah County, where I am today joined by Aislinn Tolman-Hill with the Utah County Health Department. Welcome to the program. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, what, what we want to do during the next half hour is we want to start very generally uh, and, and then slowly but surely make our way to more specific questions that uh, folks may have. And so uh, for those of you listening, uh, Aislinn here and I are going to have a, a conversation for the next few minutes and then we'll take a break. When we come back, the phone lines will be open to you and I want you involved. I'll give you the number here. You can go ahead and get on the line if you'd like with any question you may have of the Utah County Health Department. The number is 801-575-8255, 801-KSL-TALK, or feel free to send your questions into the Utah Community Credit Union text line, which is 57500. Uh, Aislinn, again, thanks for your time. Let's start very generally. How, how in your estimation, is vaccine distribution going uh, for the Utah County Health Department? You know, we feel like it's going well. I will follow up a little bit um, on what my colleague Nick from Salt Lake County said yesterday, just to give you kind of some context. Um, In our two main distribution sites, we have one here in Provo, and excuse me, um, the average wait time to get through um, that site here in Provo is about nine minutes today. So um, we're pretty happy about that, our site in Spanish Fork. Um, on average, is taking folks about 12 minutes to get through that site. Those are both walk-in, like in-person sites. We don't have a um, a drive-through site right now, but we're we're pretty happy about that. We're making improvements um, and adapting pretty much every day and learning a lot as we go. You, you say right now, there's no drive-through location right now. Is that something you're considering for the future? Absolutely. We we really started, you know, thinking about that. I would say. Um, last year, so in 2020, we started thinking about that, planning for that, and just looking at some options right now. We're already thinking about and looking at additional sites within the county and um, definitely an option that we would like to be able to provide. It has been fascinating to, you know, as this new challenge has been kind of foisted upon us in this new uh, pandemic era, some of the skill sets that exist in, say, the private sector that have so uh, easily lent themselves to you know, the distribution of these vaccines. I think about Starbucks in Washington, which has lent logistical support to the distribution of the vaccine there. I heard recently of a story in South Carolina where uh, a healthcare uh, jurisdiction was trying to distribute the vaccine in the drive-through sense, uh, and you know, the cars were backed up, and they really didn't have a good handle on how to effectively operate a drive-through. And so, 
a call went out to the local Chick-fil-A manager uh, and said, hey, would you mind consulting with us here real quick? And uh, he showed up, assessed the situation, gave some suggestions, and almost instantly cut that wait time down from a few hours to 15 minutes. Do you have any, do you have any uh, private partnerships? Do you do any consulting uh, like that with uh, you know, people who might have unique skill sets uh, to apply to the distribution? You know, one of the things that I think is great is we have been working very closely with our county emergency management partners, and um, they're really able to leverage those partnerships. And we have some really, some really intriguing and awesome resources in Utah and in Utah County. And while we as staff don't necessarily have the time um, to be kind of working on those individual partnerships, that's really more the job of our emergency managers. That's really what they're supposed to be doing and what they're great at is working with those partners, especially during a time like this, during an emergency. And it really frees us up to do our jobs, you know, getting shots into arms as quickly as possible, and then they can work on those partnerships. And I can tell you 100% that's something that that they absolutely are doing. So we're just thrilled to have them, and they've been working with us um, really since November. We actually practiced a – kind of a, a vaccine, a drive-through vaccine distribution with our flu vaccine, um, working with our mm. emergency management partners. So we're, we're thrilled to have them on board. For, for me in the storytelling business, you know, shamelessly I'll admit, uh, hearing those types of stories, uh, it's music to my ears. It's, it's fun to tell the stories, and it's encouraging to know that, uh, you know, we live in a community that can, you know, come together in such a way in such a challenging time. Uh, let me ask uh, some logistical questions. Uh, number one, in terms of how much vaccine you have your hands on compared to how much is going into the arms of uh, Utah County residents, h- h- how's that rate going? Are you able to get off the shelves and into the arms uh, vaccines as quickly as they come in? Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, following the governor's directive, we are absolutely, you know, dedicated to getting, you know, vaccine within arms within seven days. And that's something that actually it's, it's really a quicker turnaround than that because essentially we're receiving our, our vaccine. Um, we typically receive it on a Monday and usually, you know, it, it's out the door. It's in arms um, within um, five days. So usually by Friday. So um, we're, we're committed to that. And I can tell you this week um, we will be getting 7,400 first doses out and about 3,200 second doses out. So um, those are, you know, those are pretty solid numbers, and we, we do expect that those, those numbers will can just, just continue to climb. The, the White House has announced that there will be an uptick in, uh, in vaccine made available to the states. That will certainly trickle down all the way to uh, Utah County in your jurisdiction. Uh, can you scale your operation confidently to, to accommodate the influx in vaccine? Absolutely. You know, we're, we're working on that, and it really, you know, for a number of months, we've been, kind of been working in an all-hands-on-deck situation and you know we've been planning for it and so it's something that um that we're we're working on and i think the you know a lot of what we've been um focusing our operations around is that vaccine availability and so as we see that go up we need to be able to meet those demands so that it really is all about the vaccine availability and we need to be able to 
have all those resources on the other end. We're speaking with Aislinn Tolman-Hill with the Utah County Health Department, continuing this ongoing series where we touch base with the various health departments around the state and answer questions uh, for folks who may be listening who don't know. Uh, Aislinn, we're going to go to a break in just a moment, but before we do, uh, speak to those listening right now who qualify uh, as eligible to receive the vaccine who may be unsure exactly how to go about that process. How do you engage the process? How do you go from listening to the radio now to getting a vaccine in your arm? Perfect. So there's a couple of ways you can do that. So one way is you can monitor our website, which is healthevents.utahcounty.gov. Another way is you can sign up for text notifications when we have appointments available, and you sign up by texting UC Health to the number 888-777. And you can also call because we know not everyone is going to maybe want to use or be comfortable with those technology resources. So you can also call 801-851-4357 and you can speak with one of our staff members that's able to assist you. Outstanding. Uh, Now it's your turn, listener, to weigh in on this conversation and present to the Utah County Health Department any question you may have. The phone number to call is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. If you're bashful, though, we've got a text line for you. It's 575-00. Send your questions in now. Hop on the phone. Ask them yourself. We're going to wrap up the program with one final segment, speaking with the Utah County Health Department next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We're continuing a conversation that started just a segment ago, and in fact, will continue throughout the week. And it is uh, a dedicated half hour of this radio program each day to having conversations with representatives from various health departments throughout the state of Utah. Why? Well, because right now uh, we are on uh, the verge of something very important, and it is uh, the distribution of this vaccine. There have been many already injected into the arms of Utahns, and the process continues. And uh, for that matter, it's important to know uh, if you are in one of the qualifying categories at any given time, what to do when it's your turn. Depending on where you live, the answers uh, may be different. So I again welcome uh, to the program Aislinn Tolman-Hill with the Utah County Health Department. Uh, Thank you again for your time. Absolutely. In just a moment, we're going to go to the phones and we're going to answer some questions sent in via social media and via some texters. Uh, but I want to I want to ask you something uh, real quick. I pulled up uh, the front page of the Utah County Health Department website and, and clicked my way over to the COVID-19 vaccination page. And I saw a piece of guidance I hadn't seen anywhere. It uh, reads, you cannot be given the COVID-19 vaccine if you have had any other vaccine within two weeks prior. Talk to me a bit about that, please. Sure. So if you have had a vaccination um, within two weeks, our medical director, our physician, um, the guidance really is is showing us that you're not supposed to have um, the, the COVID vaccine within two weeks. So that's something that we have had. It's it's been a few, not too many, not too many people that we just get them rescheduled. If that's something that that does come up. Sure. And some of the examples of vaccines you may have had within the last two weeks that would disqualify you: uh, shingles, pneumonia, hepatitis, a handful of others. But I think most commonly uh, the flu vaccine. If you've had a flu shot in the last two weeks, the guidance in Utah County uh, is to let some time pass. And when two weeks have elapsed, then it's time to make your appointment. Uh, that that a fair assessment? 
Absolutely. That's correct. Very good. Uh, Let's go to the phones now. Amy calling from Lehigh. Amy, welcome to the program. What's your question for the Utah County Health Department? Hi. um, Yeah, my husband and daughter are both in the healthcare, and they've gotten their first shot. Um, They got their notification to go ahead and schedule, um, but when we do go on, there's no date for when they're supposed to come. I've tried calling the number. I'm just wondering, you know, how long does it take you to get new dates up? Because when I keep pulling it up, it's just sitting at tomorrow is the last day that there's any availability. So we're just trying to figure out, you know, when is going to be the best time. (laughs) Amy, thanks a lot. Aislinn, what what about that? What's the process like for the second dose? And specifically, how, how would Amy, her husband and daughter navigate it? That's a great question. So, um, so two things. So first, one thing I can tell you is, um, so yeah, so you did receive a notification and um, we're trying to get those appointments, those events kind of rolled out in a more methodical manner. And we know that it's not perfect right now. That's, you know, it's definitely not perfect. So um, you should see that later this evening um, pop up for you. And so I would say probably around five o'clock, if you check back around five o'clock, that should pop up and you should be able to get those scheduled. Um, we're trying to be, we're trying to get that more methodical. We have had a few issues with, um, as we've been sending notifications out through our scheduler, that's hundred percent. We, we know that that's an issue. Um, one, one thing that, that I can say that we've definitely made an improvement on, which we're really happy about is um, going forward from January 28th, so last Thursday, um, if you came into one of our sites to get your first dose appointment, or I'm sorry, your first dose vaccine, you were actually able to also re- um, on-site schedule for your second dose. So you're not stuck in the situation like Amy, where you're like, okay, how do we actually navigate this, you know, signing up for our second dose? So um, we needed, we knew that we needed to make that improvement and we needed to make that quickly. So since the 28th, you're actually just making that on-site um, appointment, similar to like if you go just go to the doctor and you're walking out with a card that says, here's your appointment sure. date, and you also get that email. In, in terms we of, do know sorry. that – no, go ahead. In, in terms of inventory, those who are able to, upon receiving their first uh, vaccination, go on and schedule the second vaccination, uh, they don't need to be concerned that maybe the maybe there won't be inventory available to them, right? That having scheduled the second appointment guarantees that a dose will be waiting for them when the date comes, correct? Absolutely. So if you receive your first dose, you are guaranteed that second dose. That That's a really nice thing that Utah has done in terms of their rollout of vaccine. So your second dose is automatically accounted for and built into your first dose, awesome. essentially, in the way that Utah has, has done its rollout. And um, that's um, that's something that we that we are committed to doing and something that the whole state is committed to doing. We're speaking with Aislinn Tolman-Hill of the Utah County Health Department, answering your questions. And we have a few minutes left. If you'd like to uh, get on the phone or send a text message over, please do so, 575-00. A quick text message just came in. How about a site on the west side of Utah Lake? Aislinn, any exploration on the on the west side or any evaluating the needs of, of Utah County residents on the west side of the lake? 
Perfect. So that's a great question. So yes, we have actually been exploring several sites within um, many other areas within the county. Um, so west, the west side of the lake, also more north within Utah County. So we are absolutely looking into various locations within the county. So um, that's absolutely an option. And I would, and I'll just say, um, stay tuned for more options um, coming up. Hopefully, relatively soon. I don't have any definite information right now. However. Mm. Uh, Aislinn, we have uh, just about three minutes left before it's time to say goodbye, Uh, and I was thinking about a conversation you and I had in October. Uh, We were reviewing some of the unique challenges faced by the Utah County Health Department uh, in getting vaccines in arms. One of those challenges that you and your your department identified was, quote, a significant uh, uh, amount of individuals who were vocally opposed to vaccines. How have the efforts to to combat that and educate gone on, on your end? So we have maintained, um, like we do in all public health efforts that we have, um, we've maintained using science-based education materials that come from the CDC, the state health department, and we really haven't had too much of a, you know, any pushback. Um, So, you know, up to this point, it doesn't, we don't seem to have had any um, any real issue with that up to this point, there's just been really, you know, such a huge amount of people that are, you know, interested sure. in wanting the vaccine and such a limited supply that hasn't been an issue up to this point. You haven't seen, I think we you haven't seen see... protests like we saw at like Dodger Stadium, have no. you? Uh, last Not question yet. before so, we say goodbye. Last question for you. Uh, give give uh, folks one last time here in about 30 seconds or so uh, the information they need to contact the department and schedule their vaccine. Absolutely. So sign up for text notifications by texting UC Health to the number 888-777 or call our health center at 801-851-4357. Outstanding. Uh, thank you so much. Aislinn Tolman-Hill with the Utah County Health Department. Tomorrow we'll be speaking with Davis County and we'll continue throughout the state for the rest of this week, allowing opportunities for you to weigh in, to call in, to ask questions directly to those responsible for distributing the COVID-19 vaccine throughout this state. Uh, It's a wonderful process playing out. There are some quirks along the way, and we'll learn about them and how they're being overcome here in the great state of Utah. Time for me to step aside and make way for Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News ahead here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.